Hi, it's Bill Bishop, and welcome to my New Economy Network TV show. Uh, some news and information about the new economy, uh, all connected to our New Economy Network, which uh, you're a member of, and that's why you're receiving this uh, video. And we're very excited about the New Economy Network these days because it's really been growing. It all started back in... June 2017 and we had our first group in Toronto of 12 people, 12 business people uh, and we had a really interesting discussion about uh, artificial intelligence. And that was our very first meeting. We held it at the Royal Military uh, Club in downtown Toronto and that was a uh, quite an interesting venue there. It was uh, we were in the pistol room and there were all these old pistols for going back two or three hundred years. Really interesting. I'm not sure exactly what the connection was, but uh, maybe it was about technology, right? That technology. So, so that was the very first one. And since then, uh, we've grown. We have over 350 members now. Uh, we have five chapters all together. We have still the one in Toronto. We have one in Hamilton, Ontario, which is near Toronto. It's associated with McMaster University and their Innovation Factory, which is a very cool facility in Hamilton, if you ever get a chance to see it. Um, we have a group down in Richmond, Virginia, and that one's going gangbusters. And it's, it's held out of the Da Vinci Center, which is part of Virginia Commonwealth University. And uh, last um, October, I had the opportunity to go down there. My wife and I visited Richmond, and we had a wonderful time. And I gave uh, a bunch of presentations to various groups at the university and part of the Da Vinci Center. And there's a lot of innovation going on down there, a lot of new factory thinkers down there. Um, we have a group in Vancouver, and that one has been very popular. And also, uh, we're starting groups in Ottawa, and we've got a group in Edmonton. So, uh, so, so far, uh, it's been already more growth than I had anticipated right from the beginning. And what does that, why is that? Well, it's because people are really interested in the new economy. We know that we can't just keep doing the same old thing and expect it to keep giving us the same old results. There's a lot of changes going on, not just with technology, but market conditions, political situation, um, all kinds of trends that are moving quickly uh, that are all going to be very disruptive. So we can't stand in one place here. So people are very thirsty to learn about all of these topics. And some of the topics we've talked about, I said artificial intelligence, but we've also had sessions on the Internet of Things. Uh, we've had sessions on the 5G networks. We've had talks on the blockchain, always very popular discussion, um, autonomous vehicles and machine learning algorithms and all kinds of about robots and everything. So 
And no one's been more interested in it than me and excited because I've learned so much about all of this and we're just scratching the surface about this topic. So, so that's what the point of the network is to help you learn about these things and also meet like-minded people and learn how to move forward. So, so I just want to cover off a few things that we've been covering, learning lately. And one of them uh, is a book. So, you know, we're all avid readers about the new economy. And Andrew McAfee uh, has written a book called More From Less. And this book has just blown my mind. So I really recommend, re really recommend you read it. And it's an eye-opener because what he's saying is that we're going through a process of dematerialization. And most people have no idea what that means or what is actually happening. And essentially his premise is that over the last 20 years or so, we've started to get more and more results, more and more economic growth, more and more wealth and prosperity in the world by extracting less and less from the earth. So whereas we kind of think that as economic growth increases, we're going to consume more of the world's resources, as a matter of fact, now it's been decoupled and that we are actually able to get all kinds of great results using less and less. And this is actually, if, if you've read my book, The New Factory Thinker, the key formula for the new factory future which is that we're going to get more and more better results using less resources. That's the objective. And that's what's been going on now, based on his research and all the findings in there, that this is actually what's been going on. Now, so this is, why is this happening? Well, it's happening because of computers uh, and the internet has enabled companies primarily at this point, but consumers do, to uh, figure out how to use less inputs in order to get their products and services out the door. So an example would be a can of uh, Coke, uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, the weight of that can, the amount of aluminum and other materials to make that can is about a tenth of what it was 20 years ago. So here you're still getting the can of Coke, but they're using a tenth of the, the material. So that's costing Coke less. We're using less of the world's resources and we're still getting to have that uh, can of Coke, right? So we're still getting that result. Same with cars. Cars have become lighter and lighter, more fuel efficient. Uh, and yet we're still going from A to B. It's just like we always have, but we're using less gas and less materials in the car. You start adding all that up and you're seeing a huge trend. This is not particularly great for any resource uh, sector. Um, the, these uh, regions or, or areas that, are, that rely on resource extraction uh, primarily are going to be um, experiencing less and less prosperity. And we're actually kind of seeing that already politically playing itself out. So this is not necessarily going to be a easy transition for a lot of people, right? But this is actually where, what the trend is. So what we wanna be as new factory thinkers and always figuring out how can I get more from less? And I think the best thing for you to do first is to 
check out this book and read it and then come to one of our new economy network meetings and discuss this so uh this is will be the topic of the next meeting we're going to have in april uh in toronto uh so definitely going to be an interesting discussion from that okay so so more from less something i really recommend that you read uh, another topic that I found really interesting uh, was a YouTube video, and I'll direct you to that in a minute, uh, is about using DNA as a way to store um, digital information. So it turns out that we're generating increasingly more data every day. Like everything you're doing with your phone and your computer and your television and everything is generating this humongous amount of data right and we're kind of know that all these companies are trying to grab all that data but they have to store it somewhere and so they need these gigantic server farms to store it and at a certain point uh, there's just going to be this complete overload they're not going to be able to store it there's just not going to be enough physical places to store it so what they're working on is actually being able to store it in the DNA of uh, living matter, essentially. Okay, so what? That is a really wacky thing. And uh, I definitely guarantee that I don't understand exactly how that would work. But uh, essentially in the video here that I'm gonna show you with Dina, I'm not gonna show you the video, but I'm gonna give you the link to it. Uh, is she, she explains that literally all of the data that's stored in the world right now on the, on the millions of data servers all over the world using tremendous amounts of energy could all be stored in a, um, a block of living matter DNA that would be one meter by one meter by one meter. So essentially three feet by three feet. So they nine square, well, one square meter, essentially, I guess. Is that how that goes? Yeah, one square meter. Um, all of the data in that one place, right? So essentially, uh, and I had read about this many years ago as kind of science fiction, but now they're actually able to do it, um, is to store data in DNA. So this is a future that we have no idea where it's going. And uh, there is some thought that eventually all DNA will store some kind of digital information um, in it and like I say once again don't ask me how they're gonna do it but definitely something to keep an eye on because these all of these things are moving along so quickly that right now all these things that seem like science fiction are actually coming coming very quickly another um, really great uh, resource that I've discovered is a podcast called crazy genius and it's produced by the Atlantic magazine. And they've had all kinds of really interesting topic on, topics on there, all about the new economy, things about artificial intelligence, about what the Chinese are doing with all of their data collection and surveillance, um, what's happening with autonomous vehicles, whether that's even remotely possible and whether that's gonna work or not. Um, what happens to us when we watch a lot of Netflix? How did Netflix determine what they show people? How does that all work, right? So they, they've really got into a lot of really interesting topics there. So I really suggest that you uh, check out 
that podcast called Crazy Genius. And I have posted a few of those uh, podcasts to um, the Facebook page for the, the network. So so you can go there maybe and find a few of them. But you can, you can find that on your podcast on your phone, your podcast app on your phone. Um, there's a couple other things that are going on at our end. Uh, our book, The New Factory Thinker, is still going strong. Um, I had two versions, the New Factory Thinker and the New Economy Thinker. Basically the same book, different title. Uh, I realized that you'd, actually in the New Economy you could have the same book with more than one title. A little confusing, but you, nobody says you can't. <laughs> so anyway, um, but the votes in that the New Factory Thinker, which is the original one, is the more popular title. So I'm going to keep that one, carry on with that. So. So if you have a copy of the New Economy Thinker, you got a hold of that, well then you've got a little collector's item there. That'll be like a, I don't know, Confederate dollar or something or what have you. Something that's gonna be very rare in the future maybe. Uh, but anyway, so what one of the things I'm doing with this is I'm creating an update. Uh, it's gonna be New Factory Thinker 2020. So we have, I'm working on an updated version of the book with new content. And I, I've clarified some of the terminology and some of the strategies in it that well, over the last couple of years, we've uh, been working with our clients and we found some some things that, just different ways of applying this that made it even better. So so you might wanna read it if, you have, if you've read the first one. Certainly if you haven't read it, you'll, you'll be excited to read that. Uh, another book I'm working on right now, um, new one, is called Dancing with Robots. And this is about the 28 rules for success in the new economy. And it's all about the dance we're gonna have to make with technology, not rejecting it or not embracing it without any thinking. So what does that dance look like? And what I'm talking about in there uh, are the five human advantages See, we're in a competition. This is a dance competition with the robots, right? And they're threatening to take over a lot of jobs. So what are the human advantages that we have over robots? And how can we combine our talents with them? What should we be focusing on? So I'm going to leave you tantalizingly without telling you what those are at this point. But as we go forward with a lot of these videos... I'm going to talk about that. Okay, so um, what are those human advantages? And then what are the 28 rules for really taking it, you know, really making those uh, advantages uh, yours, right? So, so fascinating topic, I think, um, and really an interesting book to be working on right now. So stay tuned for that. The other thing I just want to double check with you is just so that you know, that we do have a Facebook page that's a new economy network page and you can so about out of the 350 members we have so far 106 I think have signed up so far for the Facebook page so if you aren't on there and you want to be on there um, just send me a uh, message through this uh, email uh, that you got for me and tell me I want to be on that and I'll invite you okay because you have to be invited. It's a private group. And then you can see all the different postings that we set on, set on there about the new economy. 
all kinds of topics about all these things we we're mentioning. And also to, uh, uh, so you, you can post some of your own articles too, if you want. Okay, so that is the latest edition of the New Economy Network TV show, if I want to call it that. And uh, I'm looking forward to having more interesting conversations with all of you um, in the new economy, uh, about the new economy. And also, just so you know, uh, as a link on here, um, and part of this is that you can come to our next uh, online event, like we have online ones as well, and you can come to that. And we're going to talk about that um, that more for less. We're going to talk about that book, okay? So, uh, so that'll be the topic for that that uh, that online event. So it's coming up soon for you, okay? So look for that and sign up for that. All right. So thanks a lot, and uh, hope you're more and more successful in the new economy as we uh, move into this new decade, uh, which I'm hoping, hoping and praying that will be exciting for everybody and that it's all going to turn out really well. And that's what our goal is, is to make sure the future turns out really well for all of us. So, so happy new year and happy new decade.